For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. HBT Sarasota Tampa St. Pete and now on 97.1 WSUNHD2 Holiday Tampa St. Pete live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. We now return to Tampa Bay's number 1 morning show, The Mike Calta Show. Eight fifty-eight of the Mike Calta Show. It's one hundred two five. The Bone. It's the Ask Dom Extended Edition. Dom has been nice enough to stick around and help out one of our. Uh, I almost said most loyal, but probably more, one of our most least loyal listeners. Yeah, right. At Medicine Man, but uh, I do want to give you an update. I talked to Will, who is the owner of uh, Shark Coast Tactical. I said, when you fill out a background check. Do they make the decision or to give them a gun or not, or do you get the background check and you make the decision? And he said it is an FBI check via the Department of Law Enforcement, and they decide yes or no whether or not that person can have a gun. So the decision is not made on a local level by the uh, gun company. It is made based on the FBI's uh, information that they have on the background check. So like Dom said, there could be wrong information on this guy's uh, history, on his on his background history, so you're going to really need to see a copy of that background check to decide. So it definitely was not in the hands of the of the gun club or wherever he uh, decided to try and buy his firearm where he was denied. It was the background check that did it for him. So, Those of us in go. the law business call it a uh, Scribner's error. Yeah, yeah. Never Scribner's error. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Dom, how are you doing? Are you still with us? Yep, uh, yep, still here. And then that's that's why when he emailed yesterday, we always start with the background check as a baseline, and then we kind of you know recreate what the problem might be. And that mm-hmm. listener, I think he said he had something from the eighties, nineteen eighty three. So then we have to figure out is he correct, and if so, what information does the federal government have? And if that's not correct, then you find a disconnect, and then then you attack the problem legally and fix it. That's so. That's that's the that's the. The uh, the order of which we do things. Well, that's where we stand now. He's going to need to get a copy of his background check, which I'm sure Pam could do that in the office, and then you guys can go from there. Now, years ago on this show, when we were on in the afternoon, Medicine Man got arrested for taking what he thought was uh, scrap. He stole an air conditioner from someplace that put it out front or whatever, and uh, he got arrested, and Dom represented him, and got him taken care of, and we made free Medicine Man t-shirts and the whole deal. Now we find out Medicine Man was at the Dunedin Mardi Gras. Several people sent us pictures of him just loaded that day. And then uh, I guess on his way home, he was arrested. No, 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 that's, no? A, no that's a different time. Because, oh. Yeah, the, he was at the going to the Daughtry show, and then oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Dunedin Mardi Gras thing was a couple days after that. My bad, my yeah. bad. Yeah, you went, to, you went to go see Daughtry. That's where right. he should have been arrested in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's bring the assailant on the air with us. Medicine Man, you're on with your attorney, uh, or our attorney, Dominic Ferriello. How, how you doing, Medicine Man? Uh, I'm doing fine. You know, it was after the Daughtry concert I got arrested. Right. You were driving home <laughs> from Ruth Eckert Hall on your bike. Now, what for the record, what kind of bike is that? A Schwinn? A Huffy? No, what do you no, have? It's a, it's, no, it's a, it's a specialized 2.0. It's a fast bike, and 
it almost looks like an electric bike with the disc brakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what is your I max capacity of speed? <laughs> I like it. I can gun that thing up to 30 miles on a sprint, but I keep oh, it around 10, it. 15. Okay, all right. And you're driving home, and what route are you taking home from Ruth Eckert Hall? After Ruth Eckert Hall, I left and crossed the McMahon Booth Road, went down Coachman Road. I left Ruth Eckert Hall about 1045 and got a 19, maybe around, slightly around 11 o'clock and headed north on the service road on the sidewalk. And here I am heading towards Sunset Point Road, I saw a cop pass me and went down uh, the side street right by this abandoned McDonald's before Sunset Point Road. I didn't think of it. And I'm going right on the corner on 19 and Sunset Point Road on the surface or on the sidewalk and lights flashed at me. I saw him behind me and I turned left and went across 19 to the other side of the road because it was more <laughs> lit up there better. And it was I more lit up, not because you you weren't running from him. You just say it was, quote, more lit up. I was not lit up. I didn't drink that much at all. They didn't cite me for beer or anything like that or alcohol. No, no, what but I'm saying I, is... Oh, forget about it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So you pulled over. I got pulled over. I, was, I got stopped to tell me to pull over, and I just told him, you guys have anything else better to do? And I raised my hand up, and he claimed I flicked the bird. That's when he went after me. Now, what do you mean you raised and, your hand up? If you weren't giving to the bird, what, what did you raise your hand up for? I kind of like single the left turn thing, but I had my hand up. I mean, and he claimed I took... I, you know, flipped the bird at him. Uh, which is not and illegal, by the me. way. What? It's not illegal it's not to illegal, do that. It's not illegal, isn't it? No. You're allowed to do that if you no, want to. No, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not recommended. Yeah, it's not encouraged. But, I mean, it, it, it will. It will pr- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass to the other street corner in front of a hearing aid place. I don't know what it is, order bell or something like that. Yeah. He, he runs out of the van and grabs me. I'm still on my bike. He said, get off the bike and throw it down on the ground. I said, I'm not throwing my bike on the ground. And he, he, he grabbed me in you know, both hands, and I ended up getting handcuffed tight as I can and got thrown in a canine unit vehicle. Were you alone in there, or were there other felons in there? No, there was no felons in it. There was no dog cage in it. I know it was a canine vehicle. There was no seats in the back of that vehicle. All right, so what were you sitting like on, the floor? SUV. It was some kind of hard surface, and it was very uncomfortable, stuffy. And I was yelling a damn thing, and this is taking a sweet time, farting around on the computer and <laughs> looking through my stuff, my bike. I'm sorry, they were farting around on the computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, and then and... worse, they said they, they got. When you going to uh, take me out and sit on the curb? No, we got to wait for the van to come, and then this big white transport pan comes. It looks like inside of it, something like inside a coffin. Because there's petitions on both sides, and you're sitting on this metal bench, and this whole thing is metal. You can't look out the window when you're inside the thing. But when I was transported in the van, they took the handcuffs off and put me, put some kind of belt on me, like a leash, with handcuffs on the front. This is my dream come true. And I can't say the word on the air, but I talked to other people on this. Is I was treated worse than a damn, you know. Whoa. The N-word. No. Wow. Whoa. Yikes. Wow. Holy cow. Regardless of whether you're saying the word, the context you're using that in, Benison Man, come on. You're better than that. No, he's not. No, but I don't want to use that word. I'm not I'm not a racist. Uh, no, other uh, people said I was treated worse than mine. The statement is racist in itself without even using the oh word. Oh, my God. Did at any point? No, I don't mean to be racist, but, I mean, I just can't think. I was just treated bad, and, of course, um, uh, like night you, in jail Medicine Man. Too. 
like you do a lot, did at any point did you say, I'm Medicine Man from the Mike Couch Show? <laughs> I'm Medicine Man from the Mike Couch Show. Yeah, did you say that to the police officers to try and you've get been, them to ease up on you? You've been known to do that. No, no, I did not. Well, that might have helped. I was telling me, why didn't you just give me a ticket and let me go? Because I was just get, going home from a concert. Probably because you flicked them off and tried to get away. Yeah. I didn't get away. The bike was rolling pretty fast. You can't stop a bike too quick like this because I would buck <laughs> like a horse and fall on my face. All right. So, so basically now you have what? You have a court date coming up? What do you have to do for that? A court date? Uh, yeah, I would have fan mail from lawyers in my mailbox. About eight of them came in my mail yesterday. Now you have, and when they brought you in jail, they, they put you in a cell with other people? Oh, that's before... Listen to this. When they put me in jail, it was like fingerprinting and all kinds of weird questions about be, uh, being, um, you ever been involved with homosexual rape, uh, have sex with other men and other stuff, and it creeped me up. And I said, I mean, I curse at the woman, too, that What'd was giving say? me the questions. Why did you curse at her? What'd I mean, she, she's doing her job. I mean, would you stop effing me, creeping me out? Mm-hmm. Okay, and and uh, well, now how long were you in the cell before you did gay stuff? <laughs> well, I had to go in the clothes, taken off, take my clothes, taken off, and change my clothes to jail clothes. Right. Um, in front of a black person that stood and watched me doing that, which is very um, Jesus. Was it worse because me. the person was black that they watched you? It doesn't matter what color it is. Okay. It's still creepy. It was a man. All right, and uh, did the man make any comments about you when you were naked? No. Hmm. So no big deal. But it was a very creepy feeling. And, yeah. of course, when I got put in the one holding cell, it was like I was in there quite a long time because it was putting more people in, taking them out, another wave of people going in, maybe as much as 11 with me. And they were creepy as hell. And some yeah, had teardrop tattoos <laughs> on their eyes. Yeah, they were. And how did you get out? They... Put me in a cell. It like they looked. Put me in an area. It looked like a bus terminal. But these people were creeping in that one holding cell with the door closed. I was so nervous. I was afraid to fart. Well, it's a good thing you didn't. <laughs> I would have killed. I would have got killed in there. So uh, now that you're filled with gas, you're in the prison cell. How do you get out? Uh, I finally called a friend of mine to bond me out. The you got you got one day. call. You get. They said, "All right, medicine man, time to make your one call." And who did you call? Flanders. Um, no, no, no. Sean Coffin. I mean, uh, Sean uh, Casey. And what does that My guy do for a living? Like that he, that he's your go-to he's guy. A, he's a courier for he's a courier for a uh, law lawyer. All right. <laughs> Plus, he uh, is a nutritionist too. He has a uh, he's a fitness freak. I'm sure. And and you called him up. Other girlfriend. And what did he say? You you were like, hey, it's me, medicine man, I'm in jail. You know what? You don't get one phone call. You go into a room and try to call up with a 12-digit PIN number. Then you got to say, Global Telling, your voice is a password. And you got to say that three times. Oh. It was brutal. All right. Well, listen. In one room, the phone didn't work. The phone didn't work for anybody, and I got sheer frustrated. I yelled at the phone, all kinds of things. I got put in a quiet room for a while and got let out again. And of course, God, I'd love to put you in a movie. quiet room. Yeah, did you go to jail or kindergarten? <laughs> you were in a quiet room? That's what they call the cooling off tank. They put him in there for a half hour and then gave him apple juice. Yeah. I think it was okay. <laughs> all right, I so when, I, when, he, 
When is your court date? I have no idea. It hasn't come yet, but it will come. But I, when I got hold of my friend the next day in a different room, I was in the medical wing of the jail. Oh, no. Why? What happened? Because I'm over 70. Oh, you're old. <laughs> oh, man. They put you in the old wing. It's not an old wing. There was younger people in there too. There were at, mm. there were some of them in wheelchairs and uh, crutches and stuff like that. And it's like two it's like two uh, rooms with petitions. The beds are on the ground level, no bunks above. You know. Yeah, you're in the you're in the old man section. You're in the old oh, man. Not old man. There was younger people in there. As young as twenty three in there. Yeah, you're in the old man and wounded section. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they so listen to me. They found the surgery in my heart, you know, when they what do you, an x-ray. And that's why what, do you think, what do you think is going to happen when the judge looks at this and says, hey, by the way, you also owe the county $1,000 for not getting that junk out of your house. Like, they're going to get mad at you that you have multiple I'm multiple in two different legal... counties now. Yeah, so now you're a, you're a bi-county violator. You know what? When I get... When I get... Go to court for coroners. How come I don't get lawyer letters from Pasco? But here, from Penos, it just come in like uh, like flies laying on a dog poop. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know the answer Don't to that question. I do know though <laughs> that you're going to get screwed, Dom. What's the what's the chance that a medicine man's facing some long jail time here? Well, to be honest, you know, I have to get a better understanding. Report affidavit. I know, you know, it's, I know what it's complicated. Exactly, mm-hmm. you know, well, what what exactly? Yeah, I mean, we. I I think I understand what got you know law enforcement's attention and aggravated law enforcement. But then the series of events that happened thereafter, I think, is where we would have to analyze if there was a specific crime or criminal intent, the men's ready to commit a crime with whatever happened shortly after the initial contact when he was on the bicycle. Um, so legally, we don't know that. I'd have to, I'd have to look at that. Um, I mean, he aggressively you know, grabbed me. The, the lawyer's talking. Be quiet for a second. If, if you – I don't know, Medicine if you uh, give the law enforcement you – know, I don't I – force an officer is going to go tackle you. I mean, they'll, they'll probably ask you to stop, but if an individual does not comply with law enforcement's re- requests and you just continue to go, well, then you're, you're going to predicate other problems, you know, with law enforcement that now goes past, execu- you know, executing your First Amendment right, which, you know, is expressing, you know, if you want to send, give somebody the finger. The best defense to that is one of my clients <laughs> allegedly gave a law enforcement the finger as a motorcycle uh, trooper and uh, pulled over uh, my client and said, why'd you flick me off? And he says, I wasn't. I was giving you the number one sign. <laughs> so I thought that was, I thought that was one of the better defenses, which of course the trooper didn't buy, but I ended up resolving the case uh, quite amicably regardless. Uh, but the, the answer to your question, Mike, I need to see the criminal report affidavit as to what went down after contact with law enforcement was initiated. All right. Well, I mean, I no. met his well, man. Well, wait a second, but all I got was charged for, um, you know, Resisting arrest without violence. Nothing else. No, uh, nothing off the, nothing on the fingers or running away at the cops because I was stopping on the other side of the road, you know. The, well, that's resisting. If, if you're not stopping, if you don't comply allegedly with law enforcement, if you don't stop, that's technically resisting without violence. 
You know, but so if you, were, if you were, if you were going to get hit by a car, that's what I'm going to be on the safe side of things, you know. And okay. the cop maybe. Uh, well, I talked to other people, and and some people thought maybe I, there might be a discrimination on me because I look Mexican. Were you wearing a sombrero? No. Who so came up? Who came dark up with that? Dark hair. Who came up with that brilliant uh, <laughs> suggestion? Oh, this was yesterday. Yesterday I had to retrieve my bike from the evidence room, and I was talking to this woman walking to the fingerprinting department, and she's a black woman. She was nice. And, and with the said, pointing well, out that they're black. Yeah, yeah. I like black people. All right, so what did she say to you? And I said, I man, you might have something against these people. Go to the library and, and look up about this, because you, you look either Mexican or Indian, and... Uh, it could be a discrimination suit against them. And I still want to file a suit against what, the abuse I put up with the cops last Thursday night, too, and when I went through jail and stuff like that. And if I didn't get out of jail and contact my friend Sean, I wouldn't be out here to Wednesday morning. Mm, it's all Sean's fault that you're out. If not, I had to put up $150 bond, plus pay for the phone calls. Then I had to take a cab home. It cost me $60 to get home for 27 miles. Well, hey, listen, don't do any crimes. The cop tells you to pull over, pull over, don't give him the finger. I guess you do pull over, but this guy, I was in a situation. I'm on the road. What can you do? You can't stop in the middle of the road. What are you going to do? Wait for somebody with no lights hit you or something? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm on the cop side on this one. I don't trust you. I feel like you've had a series of of uh, misfortunate events. You're a hooligan, and you're a uh, you're terrible in the, in the homeowners association's eyes. I'm I'm siding with the police on this one until until proven. No, no, they're wrong. They were wrong doing what he did to me. I want to file suit and what I went through. It it was I had enough up to here with, had you know false arrests and things back in the years. Other yeah. cops, I should have had a lawyer. Dom was around. You know, I mean, abusive cop. They arrested me in Palm Harbor for no reason at all. My parents didn't do nothing. I should have sued them back then. It's like would break the curse of. False arrests and stuff like that, and misfortune with cops, you know? Yeah. So we found out a lot of things today. Medicine Man's definitely racist, and he looks Mexican, <laughs> according yep, to yep. people. Yeah. All right, well, good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how to say that? Remember I didn't know how to say the ice cube, and you had to teach me to say that word with not the R and <laughs> Has he raised any money towards the thousand dollars he owes Pasco County? Yeah, do you have a GoFundMe? I need going? to raise money. I need to. Help. You guys help me with GoFundMe and stuff. I don't know what the court fee is. This is going to court me when I'm going uh, that. You know, I'm not doing a GoFundMe. I have a Go different F for you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, what are you going to? Maybe you should help me out in events and help me sell fifty-fifty tickets or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, you want to have like a raffle for you? Yeah, whatever <laughs> we can do for you because yeah. you've done so much for us over the years. Yeah. You know what would be great if you were to just clean the junk from outside your house, then you wouldn't have yep. any of these problems. Yeah, junk jockeys wanted to help you, and you spit in their face. Yep. Yeah, for free. I, 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 I still, I still consider about having them help me because my nephew. No, oh, oh you're still considering it. No, offers off the table. I, I vote. I vote four weeks in the well, quiet room. Even I had a. If I, wait a second. If I had it done back then, I it still wouldn't have done not good with a court station because everything was photographed two weeks before the trial. Yeah, all right, whatever. You missed out. You missed out on your opportunity. Uh, listen, let us know what jail you're in, and we'll send you letters and maybe put some money in your commissary. This is a misdemeanor. $150 bond. You know, people usually get released R&R and stuff like this. Well, yeah, not, not if they can't pay it. Yeah. Then they put a warrant out and come and arrest you. Again. What? For, <laughs> but, but 
That guy was a real douchebag that arrested me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell it to the judge. <laughs> you make it worse. Yeah. All right, man. We got to go. Good luck to you. I know. The jail was horrible. Food was horrible. Yeah. A dog wouldn't even eat it. Uh, well, get used to it because you're probably going to do three to six. I would, I would die of starvation and eating that crap. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, medicine man. Good talking. Racist and hates dogs. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Don, we learned a lot today. Do you know how long I spent in in school and I went over to Oxford and I did all this stuff and now I had to talk to this hairy pickle about him not paying fines and stuff? <laughs> yes. You know, you know what's funny is my my personality. I just kind of go with it. I mean, there there was a time where. Uh, you asked me, and I complied because I, I I do a lot of things to have fun with the show. But I actually shaved my client's head, if you yes, remember. I do. And you took his hair, and these uh, listeners would come to the station, mm-hmm. and they glued Medicine Man's hair on their face for was it Lincoln Park? Yeah, it was, it was Abe Lincoln for Lincoln Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. So there's not much anymore that surprises me with Medicine Man or my ability to represent him or someone from the firm. We, we've known him for a long Spanish is first. Criminal correspondence from a courthouse was yeah. that case. He came with yeah. a little video camera. Um, which was, uh, and that's back when when Spanish you had you Spanish you had the long hair and uh, we call that when it was cool. Where I think you were. Well, uh, well, I think he was only on the show, what, a year, two years? It was really, really early when he joined. Yeah, very soon. Uh, I don't know. Were you still an intern then, Spanish? Yes, I don't yeah. even remember. You I believe so. I believe I was an intern because I'll never forget when Galvin was like, uh, he came up with that idea for the contest, and I didn't think that people were going to want to do it. <laughs> so many people came to do it. Yeah, you know, but it is funny. Galvin makes a great point. Oh, I went to three law schools, a fine, distinguished career, and, <laughs> and I look back when I, whenever I have to do a speech at the radio station, I'm going to say one of my finest legal achievements was shaving my client's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we feel good that we brought all that to you, Don. Oh man! Uh, thank you, Dominic Ferriello. If you didn't get through today, eight one three two five one five 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 zero or askthedom.com. What do you have on the show tomorrow? Uh, Sarah Shabaney is coming on tomorrow, uh, which is always a fun time when you talk about landlord-tenant law, uh, labor and employment law, business laws thrown in there. So she does those different aspects and dynamics. So a lot of phone calls come in on that and, of course, any other calls in general. But uh, if you've got landlord-tenant, if you have labor and employment law, tomorrow night is the show for you, 8 to 10. All right. Make sure you check it out right here on this very radio station. Dom, thank you for the extended time today, and I hope you can go uh, take a shower and cleanse yourself of Medicine Man. Yes, I'm going to go wash off. You guys take care. Have a great show. Appreciate it, and hope to see you soon. All right, buddy. See you, take Dom. It easy. There you go. Ask the Dom, our longtime friend and attorney. Funny stuff. Uh, Medicine Man screwed. Oh, he's yeah. Gonna, oh, he's going to end sure. up getting like, real He's taking it really lightly for a guy mm-hmm. who has no money. You know what I mean? Because he yeah. owes for this fine. He owes for the other fine for the junk in front of his place. And he's like, eh, eh no big deal, whatever. Yeah, watch whenever it comes up on uh, you. You have two days left to pay, you know, $1,200 or whatever it winds up being. Yeah, it's just going to build up and build up. If uh, you're his yes. brother, do you just let him go to jail? 
Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. At this point, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he ran away from a cop. That's on him. Totally. He should have been a brother is younger, too. Oh. So. And know, married, like, like, with kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's actually, like, a normal. Yeah. Listen, I would have had him look at the bunnies a long time ago. Look at the, oh, look at the rabbits, Lenny, and then just pow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably dies in jail, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, lives, uh, he lives forever. You never know. Yeah, I don't know if he's at death in his future. Yeah, he lives forever. Jesus. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to play a little Who's Tweet. We'll give some stuff away to you folks. We've got a lot of things to choose from, including tickets for the Innings Festival, where Green Day is playing, and a whole bunch of other things. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.